is the University of Michigan. Touchdown, Michigan! All right, welcome back to Blue by 90. I am Justin, joined by Jack and Kaylin, and I am dead inside. It is officially <laughs> sad boy hours. Um, no other way to put it. I I feel like we have to, like, I, I just wish I was into, like, theater. Like, I was just, like, my big hobby wasn't sports. It was just, like, Broadway. Nobody loses Broadway, you know? You, like... Maybe you go to a show and it's, you know, it's a, you know, not as good as you hoped it would, but like your, your entire year isn't ruined by that. Right. You're, you're ready to change your entire life based (laughs) off of this game. Rose having a bad day. I'll tell you what, I've been on like a three day bender, so I don't even know if reality's hit me yet. So (laughs) I'm just going to keep drinking. Keep it going. Keep it going. It's a lot of everyone out there. We're recording here. Broadway Justin is just a totally new mode. I've never seen it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to scrap my entire life into something else because of this game. Oh my God. Uh, um, I mean, obviously, everyone, and if you're listening, you know what happened yesterday. I, I think total collapse is, is what, you know, you can call it. You're, you're up big, you're rolling, you got the ball up 16, you have a chance to step on their throat and you just didn't. And I think I tweeted out, I can't remember exactly what time uh, I tweeted out, but I said, we have to play this and finish this game. Like we're down seven, you know, keep playing aggressive and things like that. And we, let off the gas and it obviously showed and they just, you know, I don't know, man, it was, that was just really tough to you. I don't know. As a Michigan fan, I felt like it was coming at some point. You kind of felt the tide turn on a couple, a couple times and you're just like, all right, when's it going to happen here? I can't lie. I felt pretty good for majority of the game. Even when I think Michigan had the ball in the fourth quarter up three driving and then uh, there's the, you know, botched handoff with McCarthy and Corum. And then I was like, okay, yep. Sparty's going to come back and win this game. That was the moment. I was like, all right. Yeah, when, know, you started, when you started seeing the, like, D'Antonio-esque, like, yep. level of, of just weirdness starting to happen, which just surrounds that whole stadium, right? Like, yep. That was when you started to feel, okay, something's not quite right. Yeah, it's, it was um, – honestly, I mean, Michigan controlled the game from from the the opening drive, Andrew Anthony, which, oh, by the way, fuck. where's he been all year? If, if he's this guy that we can go to, what's been – where's he been? That, that was insane to me. That was, was insane. Like, I'm like, he came out of nowhere. He was like, this, okay, first of all, this guy's fast as shit. He has to go 93 yards slant to the, to the house. Nobody was even close to him. Then he's catching jump balls in the end zone. And he's, you know, he looks like Randy Moss out there. Like, what, what, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell has been going on all year long? The stat line was pretty close, too, at halftime, right? He was like 125 yeah. yards and two touchdowns. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. And then, and then you, we, why didn't we keep going back to him? I think we did it. We tried to a couple times, but. 
I don't know. I, that was, I was just like, okay, you know, for them, they changed the entire offensive scheme up as far as the passing game goes. Eric Hall with 10 catches for 100 yards and, and Andrew Anthony, six catches for 155. Those two guys, I, I want to know what their stats are for the year. That was Andrew Anthony's first catch of the year, correct? That first touchdown. Oh, I don't know. Hold on. I'm pretty check. sure it was. But I, I th- might have been his second. I think he had one play against Northwestern or something. But I want to say that was even like a uh, end around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Either way, I, I want to know what, you know, Eric Hall, I'm, I'm looking it up as well. How many yeah, catches dude, that was his first catch. Like, that, that was Andrew Anthony's first, first catch. Yeah. Jeez. And and how many? What what's Eric All's uh, high season high? You know, for a game, no way he's gotten ten catches or even close to that. I half of that five. Like, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I don't think it had to be. I don't think he's gotten that close to ten before. Um. I mean, he has I don't have a game. Oh, here we on go. the year. Yeah, I mean, he had two against Rutgers, three against Wisconsin, two against Nebraska, five against Northwestern, and then ten. So yeah, against so Sparty. I mean, his, his previous season or previous game high was five. Half of that. Yeah. And, and I will say, I'll give him credit. We did say that that Josh Gaddish may, must be listening to us a little bit because <laughs> we did say we that the uh, the tight ends were going to be a mismatch. Um, so I, that was, I, I thought that was good to see. Um, but I think the big question for Michigan's offense was you couldn't get the run game going. You, you know, where was the answer there? And it just felt like, I, I don't know. It, it felt like they stopped him up the middle and then we'd try to do it again. And we, you know, it wouldn't happen. Um, but we couldn't be creative like we have in the past on getting them out in space or, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, well, it felt I, like we also abandoned it a little bit later in the game, right? Because, like, in the first half, we weren't running for a lot, but we were using it to kind of set up some other right. plays. And then we just totally abandoned it, and we were all, like, empty set. Cade, you're just throwing the ball. 44 and, passes for Cade. That I'll tell you is, what, Cade had a hell of a game. I – that was by far Cade's best performance of his career. And I, the, the, I'll say this, the loss absolutely does not rest on the shoulders of Cade McNamara. God, no. I, I was no, no. proud as hell of what he did. Yes. There were some throws that he missed and could have had back, but when you throw it 44 times, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. And, I mean, he even had a, he had a nice deep ball to Mike Samer still yeah. mm-hmm. um, in that game. Even that last pick, man, like, that was a hell of a play by the DB. And he's, I mean, it he's looked like he was coming it. up You're to, come, and you have to force it. Yeah. There was yeah. a minute left and he's trying to get the ball downfield. So, I mean, I definitely, I, I was thinking about this too. I don't feel any worse about this team than I did before the game started. I, yeah. I, I still, I still feel about the same. Sparty's a good team. That Kenneth Walker is real fucking deal. I mean, he had five touchdowns. He's got to be leading the Heisman campaign right now. I did not realize until after the game that he had five touchdowns. It didn't. All of their touchdowns were his. I'll I'll say this. I you know I was at the game. You guys watched on TV. It didn't feel like when we were in the game, like we just couldn't stop him. Right. It it didn't feel like oh my god he's dominating us. 
Oh, um, I felt like he was totally dominating us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel I, like it was like he had, so he had 23 carries, but he probably had three or four big runs. So I think the majority right. of his yards came from that. Like it was, that's what we talked about, man, before the game. We're like, it's the explosive plays. They're going to get us. And that's yeah. what but, it was. And it wasn't even that they got us because they were playing better. How I think two of those touchdown runs was because the defense wasn't set. So that, that's where it becomes I mean, but like that's even on coaching then. Call a timeout. A hundred percent. How do you exactly. not call a fucking timeout? Like this, that happened I twice mean, in the game, I think. More than that. It was I thought it was five or six times that we weren't mm. set. And I, I mean, that just it's unacceptable. That part was really unacceptable because A, if it happens once or twice, then you have to address it and say, Hey, we're not right. going to, you know. We're going to read them. If they don't sub, we don't sub. That's got to be the play. If, mm-hmm. if you realize that they're going to go, you know, go uh, uh, quick and, and try a quick snap, then you just don't sub. And then, like you said, Jack, Jim, call a timeout. It, it, it literally resulted in touchdowns multiple times from that. Mm-hmm. Or it extended a drive because it was third and eight or third and five. And they, you know, get uh, they get the penalty, and all of a sudden it's a first down, or they have a short yardage now for third down. Like that was so frustrating. Um, and, and you know what? Two years in a row, Jim Harbaugh got outcoached by Mel Tucker. That's for sure. I don't think you can say anything uh, different than that. I mean, it's hard to disagree with it. I think there's definitely some things that could have like that. I mean, I don't know how they overturned that touchdown and the fumble, the fumble touchdown where Aiden recovered in the end zone. I don't know how you can overturn that when they ruled that a touchdown initially. Unbelievable. That, that was that insane ridiculous. to me. I don't know how the fuck that happened. I mean, that's four points right there. Yeah. That's the game. And don't, don't forget the, uh, our own mistakes, right? I mean, we, we made mistakes where we didn't execute, right? The first quarter pass to play quorum drop. Yep. That yeah. was basically a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I had somebody text me right after the game and say that one's on the coaches. And I, I disagreed right away. I said that I, and I, I think it's, I think it's a pretty equal share of coaching in players, I think, because I think they're the coaches set these guys up that if they execute and make those plays, Caitlin, that you're talking about, the Blake Corum drop, the, you know, a few different times of the ball, just like if we take care of business, if, if Cade hits, uh, you know, the flea flicker for a touchdown, if, um, you know, even towards the end of the fourth quarter, uh, Cornelius Johnson is, has three or four steps on the guy and Cade underthrows him. And, right. and then, you know, it hits Cade, it still hits him in the chest. Uh, and then the next play hit him in the chest on the crossing route too. And so, I thought that the coaching staff set this team up that they could have won by a, probably two scores. They, they could have won that game. But there was e- an equal amount of blunders from the coaching staff as well. The de- like everything we just said about the defensive substitutions, I thought that there were times when you probably shouldn't have J.J. McCarthy in the game. Um I, I heard that um, – so, obviously, the big one you're, we're going to talk about is the fumble, the the snap, miss uh, – you know, the botch snapper, botch handoff with uh, Corum. Cade was apparently in the uh, in the tent, in the medical tent, so it, that was why he started that drive. 
I don't know. I didn't. So I didn't see that. I saw um, Zach Waddy tweet it, say something about it um, this morning, but I never, I never noticed that. Yeah, I heard that that was not reported on the Fox broadcast, but it was reported on the like Michigan radio broadcast or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but we've we've said it, you know, the past few games, right? We love seeing JJ go in there and kind of like mix it up a little bit. And we've never and we've never seen JJ fumble twice on back to back plays. Like, yeah, one of them luckily I, it went out of bounds. But in like, hindsight, in hindsight, you're definitely like, wow, what a stupid decision there, right? But yeah, you, I mean, you're not expecting your guy to just, you know, have a un. Nobody did anything to him. That was just them, you know, having miscommunication and doing that. Right. Um, but I also think that, like, all right, let's think about it. There's seven minutes left. Cade has been playing unbelievable all game. He's your game manager. You have seven minutes left with the ball up three. What do you want to do? Manage the game, right? That's when you want Cade McNamara in there to just dink and dunk and get it done. You don't need JJ to come in and do everything crazy. So I, you know, whether he was in the medical tent or not, I'm not, that's, you know, I'm not really sure. And obviously that's a factor in that decision, but I don't know. It just felt like there were times where it's like, you know, I love having JJ in there for a different look and things like that. But Cade was moving the ball. Cade was getting the job done. So at some point, do you just say, I believe in you, Cade, go get it done and win the freaking game? I mean, I, I'll tell you what, I gained a hell of a lot more confidence in Cade McNamara from that game than I did any other game. So, I mean, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it was just know, strange because it felt like they had abandoned the run by that point. Right. So, like, why are you running read option to try to set up some sort of, like, counter run? You know, it was just a strange play call, in my opinion. But I understand things happen fast. All of a sudden, your starter's out in the tent. You're trying to make something work here. Yeah. So, it's hard. I, I thought, unfortunately, J.J. showed that he's a freshman yesterday, too. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was I mean, that was kind of a factor in how and you don't know how he's going to respond there. Right. That's your first time seeing him, you know, in that rivalry game on the road like you. I, but I think I, what I heard from the spring game and and summer ball and, you know, camp and stuff is that he's a freshman. He makes freshman mistakes sometimes. And that's what. The dis, you know, the conversation was before this. People that wanted to go with JJ, you're gonna get a very high ceiling, but there's gonna be things that happen. Mistakes are gonna happen, and that's what you don't get for the most part with Cade McNamara. Is he's not gonna do anything crazy for you, but he's he's usually gonna get the job done and not do anything super detrimental to your team. And so, yeah, that was that was. I don't know. That was just tough. Um, but I felt like, all right. So I felt like, first of all, calls officiating. Let's say there were 10 calls, felt like eight of them went to MSU, which Mm -hmm. you kind of just have to expect in Spartan stadium. Right. But (laughs) God damn it. Like, I mean, they were big ones. It wasn't like, you know, little stupid stuff. That's, you know, the obvious overturning multiple calls against us. It's insane. And I thought 
Aiden Hutchinson literally got held twice on one play right in front of a ref and didn't get called. Like no he call. was getting held all day long and they weren't going to, they weren't going to do a thing. Yeah. I mean, the biggest one for me is just that touchdown getting overturned. Like I, like that's how the fuck does that happen? Who, who is reviewing that and saying, yeah, no, that was the, he was down. I, Cause he I wasn't, you can see sure. it from every camera angle that he was not down. Right. And I thought for sure, let's say it's close. It's super close. There's no way there's ever going to overturn it. What the yeah. call on the field was, it should have stayed. Yeah. That's what, if, if he was, if he was called down on the field, you probably keep it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but like the, the, the fact that you're going to say that there's evidence to overturn that is crazy. Crazy. I had MSU fans text me. They're like, dude, I don't know about that call. Like that's that what I had bad. the exact same thing. Like, yeah. come on, man. That's bullshit to me. But, yeah, but you got to play above that, right? I mean, I, like, I agree. This things happen, but yeah. you got to play above that. I mean, listen to the last five possessions on offense, right? Punt, field goal, fumble, turnover on downs, interception. That's You literally left, if you score a touchdown every drive, you left 30 points on the field. Even if you get a field goal, we win by, you know – 10 points still. Yeah. Yeah. I thought thought between (laughs) it's really difficult to to (sighs) comprehend. That's for sure. Especially when you like, when you were talking about it, Jack, with how good we felt going in, you know, to halftime, um, you know, I, that it was very frustrating. Uh, And I thought that we talked about it uh, before the game too. We're, we can't settle for field goals. We had to score. And there were a lot of times where we got into the red zone. And honestly, thank God for, for Moody, dude. Moody's the yeah. go. How about him just four in a row when they call three timeouts and just drilled every single one of them? I loved it. <laughs> that was, that was incredible. Oh, my God. I just imagined his calm face. Yeah. Just like not even face. <laughs> he did not even like, no, he didn't even flinch one time. He's like, all right, get more FaceTime. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, there were how many how many drives uh, did we end up? I know, mean, just in, looking at the scores the by the quarter, score. I'm gonna say we had oh in the red zone and couldn't score. Um, I mean, we had the late one was fourth down. We're on the third forty. You know, but we're down four. The the, no, the I'm, not, killer... I'm not sure how many were in the red zone. That's what I'm curious. The first quarter, I mean, there was a red zone field goal, 26 yard field goal. So it must have been on the 16. Um, other one was on the 28. Other one was on the 25. 26. I mean, but they're down there. They're right down. I mean, you're within 30 yards of the end zone. Yeah, it, it happened too many times. Too many times. Um, and. I think that was the killer. And then the other killer was them going down when they're starting their comeback and they went touchdown, two point conversion, touchdown, two point conversion, conversion. got them both. And then that makes it, you know, a tie ball game instead of it would have been a 10, you know, let's say they don't get it that first time. It's still a 10 point game, you know, instead of eight. And that's a two score game. That's way different, way different. So yeah, I it it was I agree. We can talk about the refs, we can talk about a lot of things, 
but there were a thousand opportunities. Um, and here's what I thought. Here's how I like how, how I thought about it is it felt like Michigan had 20, you know, 30 opportunities. And com- let's say, let's say Michigan had 20 opportunities. It felt like they converted on half of them. And it felt like MSU had 10 opportunities, but they converted on nine. Right. And so it was like, they, their percent, they, they capitalized on everything that happened in Michigan did not Michigan had chances. It did not capitalize a lot. And that was the difference in the ball game in the end. Yeah. Can't disagree with that. Yeah. They just did the right things right when they needed them. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that was what was frustrating to me is I felt like, I mean, if you looked at the stats through halftime, I, we were doubled up on them in total yards. Right. And, and still only up what 23, 14. So, you know, it, it felt like we should have had 30 something points by, by halftime. Um, but we didn't. And that was like, that was when I was pretty sure that, so, you know, we were going to pay for that. Um, you know, I know I still felt good because we were going to have chances, but mm-hmm. I felt like we were, it was, you know, we needed some of those. Um, and then you just, you can't get outscored 15 to three in the fourth quarter. You just can't. Um, but so. this, what this really, really makes me think about, I mean, I think we had this conversation last week on the pod. Harbaugh could go 10 and two with a loss to Michigan State and Ohio State. Does it matter? Is he gone? Is he gone? I, I just I, – I was having this conversation this morning with somebody. They said, you know, is – they said that they thought that Jim saved his job by going 7-0 because he can still go 10-2 and two with, uh, you know. And I'm like, do the 10 wins matter? If you lose to Michigan State and Ohio State, do the other 10 matter at all? Because I, I don't know if they do. After this long with, you know, now he's three and four, I believe, against Michigan State and clearly over against Ohio State. I mean, you, you come to Michigan, right, to beat your rivals, to beat Ohio State, to beat Michigan State and win Big Ten titles. And if you can't beat Michigan State or Ohio State, you're not going to win a Big Ten title. Dude, it's no. tough to defend, Jim, after this one. I mean, you lost to a second-year coach whose team is made up of transfers and freshmen. Like, and he's, and he has his team ranked in the top five now or whatever. Right. Right. It'd be in top five. Yeah. So it's like, if you can go do that, hiring the guy from Colorado and we have Jim Harbaugh, it's just like, Jim, if you can't get it done, like there's obviously other people who can. The the thing I really struggle with too, is that it was such a close game and it totally could have gone Michigan's way and we wouldn't even be having this conversation. But the fact that it was such a close game and we did lose and, you know, you look at the previous record with the rivals. I mean, it's just, well, I think it talked about, it has to be talked about. And I, I think that you can say there's definitely an argument for, Hey, 10 and two is pretty damn good. Right. Mm-hmm. But I just, I mean, it, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, cause it's a super unsatisfying 10 and two, you know? And so, uh, and, and, Listen, the wheels could still fall off this season. They could end up eight and four. I don't know. Um, I doubt it, but still, I, I just think you know, how many 
the the Michigan State teams that he has beaten the three times, they've been terrible. What tw- the three and nine year? Yeah. The next year they were, I think, ended up nine and four, eight and four, or something like that. I I mean, th- that's the issue is he's he hasn't beaten a good Michigan State team, and he's lost to bad Michigan State teams last year. Yeah, last year. And I'm not, I'm not sure. I think they're a good football team. I don't think they're a great football team still this year. You know, I'm not convinced either team is awesome. Um, but it was a hell of a game. I don't know. It was, know. I, I, it was yeah. God from, I, I would have loved to watch that game if I was just a, you know, random ACC fan or something that would have been incredible. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've felt this defeated about a game since like 2016 Ohio state, right? Like this one, it felt like it was in the bag. It felt like we deserved to win it. And then we just dropped the ball kind of, you know, I mean, I tell you what, I, I, I mean, obviously it sucks. Like we lost to Michigan state, but I, I don't feel as bad as last year. Uh, definitely I, not even close i don't personally i'm like we're still seven and one Cade had a huge game definitely calls could have gone our way but i still think this is a good team i still think that you know after watching ohio state and penn state that michigan still has a chance to get against ohio state i mean you have to beat ohio state now this year if you're jim harbaugh you're like oh shit if i'm beat ohio state like yeah um, well jim's gonna be at church praying for to beat ohio state because I mean, got to, I guess they've just been rolling. Whatever issues they've had, they've figured it out, and it's going to be like playing single Ohio State. It was a dogfight with for them be, with uh, Penn State yesterday, though. That's true. Nice. But I, I still, you want to know why this one hurts more, and I don't feel good about it, is because last year I just didn't. I mean, at that time I gave a shit, but I, at the end of the day, I didn't give a shit. That team was not good. <laughs> they had so many things wrong. This team, I felt like it was – this team still is. They've got it. You know, they mm-hmm. have the opportunity. They could do it. And that's what is, like, the worst part to me is, like, you had the chance to do it, you you know, and we've been waiting. How many years have we been freaking waiting to have this team that does do it? They've got all the tools and they have the it factor. They've got the energy, the culture, and they can go get it done and win these big games. We've had, we've been waiting that for that forever. And I thought that this team had that. And I I, I still have hope because if Michigan can beat Ohio state at home, nobody's going to go fuck about this Michigan state game. Unless unless at the end of the day, they, you know, we're both, uh, 11 and one or something like that. And right. they'd go to the right. college football playoff over us. Like I'm going to, but I agree with you. It, you can save the season for sure. If you beat Ohio yeah. state. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, looking at this game specifically, it's just like, <sighs> it, I don't know. It is unexplainable a little bit. It's just, God damn it. Uh, as a Michigan fan, man, when does this shit stop? <laughs> right? No. Like, you think you'd l- at least have a chance against Michigan State. You think it would at least be like, okay, we're going to beat Michigan State. Yeah, I should know at this point. <laughs> I should have got the uh, the T-shirt from our preseason conversations, right? Don't get your hopes up. Yeah. It's... 
We're also still seven and one, guys. We're still That's seven true. and one. I'm right. sorry. Positive I'm, vibes I'm, yeah, bring the, the positives. I'm off the positive vibes only right now. I apologize, <laughs> but I can't. I can't even come up with a single positive vibe. You know, we got to bring it back. Lions are winning today. They're gonna break the winless streak. <laughs> Let's hope. I mean, <laughs> at this point, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Tank for uh, I know. Tank, tank for, for Thibodeau. Tank, tank for Aiden. Aiden's yeah. incredible, man. He had a great game. Oh, yeah, I'm good. David Ojabo had a great game yesterday. Yeah. I mean that that fumble, that strip sack and the fumble, it felt like when I was in the stadium, it felt like that ball was on the ground for an hour and a half. And nobody was <laughs> jumping on it. It was just like sitting there. People were like blocking around it. Oh and my I was god. Just like, Get the ball. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yeah. I mean, there it just there were so many times where it was like, all right, we got them backed up to third and nine. We got them, you know, like this, or we're we're driving. We got a chance to put it away here. And we just like didn't. And we let them hang around for too long, and they just like kept working and working it back. And that it was, fourth down throw to what Jaden Reed, like down to the two yard line. Oh yeah. Oh, that pass, was like a backbreaker. Like, of course, like this, he drops a dime to this fucking guy. Yeah, and <sighs> God, it I just all we can do is what take it, learn from it, and try to, you know, improve and play. What Indiana, Penn State, Maryland, Maryland. Ohio State. Gotta win out. Yep. Gotta win out. That's for sure. And you know what the cruelest thing about this is, is they put the Indi- the Indiana game at 7:30 after all. Yeah, this. Why? On Big oh, Ten gosh. Network. Like nobody gives a fuck, man. Nobody what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, it's tough. So I don't know, man. It's uh that one hurts a lot, a lot. And I, I I don't think there's an excuse for it. You know what I mean? Like, the thing is, I, you know, we put this out on Twitter after the game. I am really proud of these guys for playing their asses off, right? I'll, at the end of the day, yeah. it was not like these guys, like, rolled over and did this. And they put up a fight and battled and, and were tough. And at the end of the day, it was it was a dogfight, man. It really was. Like, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think that everyone, nobody like played terrible. Everyone did their job for the most part, um, except for you know here and there you made mistakes. Um, so uh, you can say you can be so disappointed and defeated while still being proud of what you know these guys did, and so. I don't know if that doesn't make it a moral victory. Cause I don't believe in moral victories. We got to, you know, have wins, but um, it, it's just this weird spot where you're like, that's why it hurts even more. I think because you can't just sit there and say, Oh, well, they just like rolled over and let it happen. Like it was, it felt like you had this team that had the guts to finish it and they just couldn't do it. Couldn't pull it out in the end. Um, so, yeah, tough one to swallow, that's for sure. Yeah. Just wait for basketball season. Hey, basketball tips <laughs> off in soon. a week. So soon. T- basketball tips off in a week, that's for sure. Juwan Howard, come to come save us once again. We've, <laughs> we've needed you. 
We've needed you a lot. And you help me, Juwan. You're my only hope. You are my yeah, only right. hope. That's for sure. <laughs> you know that reference, Justin? No, I don't. Oh my god. What is it? Star Wars? It is. Hey, there, there you go. go. There you go. Maybe I just get it. A reference. It's just like a like Star Wars Lord of the Rings has to be one of the first guesses yeah. for you. Yeah. What if oh. I just get I become a big Star Wars guy and give up sports? You should do it. I could do that. Star Wars doesn't let you down. That's true. Yeah, uh, you know. Well, hold on. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I could get into Game of Thrones and then still be let down in the end. We just got to stop it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, just don't watch season nine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's about all we have today. I mean, this is not how I wanted this one, this uh, this podcast to go. And uh, so it's, uh, it's trying to make sense of it is just really tough. Um, I think that. You, there's a lot of things that this team has to has to look at right now. A lot of things that Jim Harbaugh has to look in the mirror for, you know, and say, what are we doing wrong here? Why is this, you know, why does this keep happening? So we'll see how this team responds against Indiana for the rest of the year. I think there's two ways that it can go. You can, you can say, you know, let's pack it in. Doesn't matter. You let the wheels, uh, you know, fall off or you say, Hey, you never know what can happen down the road. Let's keep playing our asses off each week and let's finish strong. So it'll, it'll show, it'll show how the rest of the season is going to show one thing. How much is that energy and culture change was real? Is it real that you guys are tough and you care and that, or was it just winning, winning solves things, right? You know, and winning, winning makes everything better. And then as soon as you lose, it's, back to the same old um so we'll find out a lot about this team uh looking forward to the future i mean i'll tell you what i think this loss makes the team even more more motivated and they're gonna beat the fuck out of everybody hey i hope so i hope for that's what i hope for if if i i would be if they do that i i think i would still be on the jim harbaugh train if they're that's a big yeah oh yeah yeah I would be on the Jim Harbaugh train if he's able to rally these guys and get them to be playing their asses off still after this. I think he um, will. So, I to me, to me, the Jim Harbaugh conversation is more than just looking at the record and ten and two and blah blah blah. It's more about can you will your team to win football games and and complete a season? Because here's the thing. If you look at the record down the stretch for Michigan year in and year out with Harbaugh, November never ends well. You know, not yeah. only just the last weekend of November, but all of November, they don't play well. So it'll be really telling here for the next month as to where this program is at and if they're, they need to move on or not. So we'll leave it at that. You can follow us at Blue by 90 on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Blue by 90 Podcast on YouTube. Go Blue. Go Blue. Go Blue and have a happy Halloween, everyone. Happy happy Halloween. Halloween. I'm already having my treats right now. So drink your booze, eat your candy, do whatever you got to do.